Hello, boys and girls, and welcome to our podcast, BS Sports. We are in Hello. for a doozy today. Um, I'm John Paul Versette, and now I'm going to send it over to Trace from Orlando, Florida. Greetings, everybody. How are you, JP? I'm just great. How are you, Trace? <laughs> I'm, uh, I'm good. Uh, Anything you'd uh, like to say? That, those that have listened... For what now is 10th episode, congratulations on a 10th episode. Um, I, there were some uh, some words uh, last week, some some comments made, some challenges, and as a result of uh, an outcome of the Browns-Cowboys game, I'm required ah! um, to read the following. The and JP, before you introduce the third member of our team... I would like to. Francis is just the best sports analyst I've ever seen in all my years working in sports. Yeah. No one can see a game outcome quite like Francis. I can't believe I ever doubted any of his picks. I just can't see the same things he does. A great example of this would be when I told Francis that it was impossible the Cowboys to lose to the Browns. I can't believe I made a bet against him, especially knowing how smart he is and how talented the Browns are. So if nothing else, Francis, you can't say that I don't keep my word. Oh my, I didn't even know he was gonna do that, guys. Guys, I didn't even know. Oh my gosh, hi. You didn't know, I... you prepared the words. Why you texted you... to me and told me I what to not... say. Whoa, that is not in your script telling them that I did that. <laughs> not in the script. <laughs> and I'm Francis, and I got to pick right. Let's go. <laughs> I will say right. it was an exciting game, and uh, we exchanged about 37 text messages. Yeah, there was a few. And at the end, you, you almost came back alive in the text messages. And I believe I said, watch what Odell does this play. And they did it. The craziest play I've ever seen. Pure um, art, you might argue. Uh, first quarter of the show, around the league, after that wonderful intro, COVID-19 strikes. Cam Newton sits out. Uh, Sun, uh, Monday night, Kansas... Uh, I'm reading, hold on. Sorry, guys. Can, Cam Newton sits out Monday night versus Kansas City. Steelers-Titans game was postponed. And even with limited capacity, home games are not selling out. Let's start with Cam Newton sitting out on Monday Night Football. Uh, first off, he's asymptomatic, and he looks good to go next week as long as he gets two consecutive negative tests. We will never know this, but don't you get the feeling, certainly it would have been a bit of a different, obviously a different game if Cam plays. Uh, I'm not saying the Patriots win that game, but the whole offense is, is built around Cam, and now they're trying to do things with different quarterbacks. Truly, I believe the Patriots would have won that game. In all honesty, the, the score looked a lot worse than it was. Uh, they were scoreless. Uh, and they, they did not get a touchdown until the last 45 seconds of the third quarter. So they almost went a full three quarters without a single touchdown. Uh, the defense played great. They, they really did stop them. Uh, one of those touchdowns they got was a, a, a dumb pick six on Julian Edelman, Edelman's fault. who just banged it up in the air and then uh, they took it. Um, so there was a there was a strip sack at the end. So this should have been a if the defense played like they did, and I think Cam Newton played. Yeah, 
I truly believe also the two interceptions, neither of them were Stimmons' fault. I feel like the problem out there was the Patriots wide receivers. Uh, they didn't look in sync compared to the quarterbacks. I feel like even though he was a young quarterback, he threw two picks and Hoyer threw a pick before him. I think Stinham was doing decent until his wide receivers let him down. But I do think he could have been a different outcome. Still, the Patriots are 2-2 two and two and now trail the Bills by two games after four weeks. Uh, Buffalo play the Titans this week. That's going to be interesting. Um, I'm no interest in picking that game because it's also not going to be interested at the same time. Um, <laughs> football, football standing wise, it's going to be interesting. Uh, yeah. So what do you think? We're getting to see the first impacts really now league wide on COVID. There have been some challenges. You just have to think that as this goes along, you may see other games postponed or delayed. I think it's set up nicely for football fans, though. We got two Monday night games. Uh, pretty good, uh, you know, to have a double header. Yeah, I thought that was a lot of fun. Uh, I'm interested to see what happens when they run out of buys. Uh, I think this was a weird Band-Aid fix. Uh, They really said, you know what, you know, we'll just, we'll just count this as their buy, as if there's no possibility they could get COVID again, or they could. Well, in the case of the Steelers, it wasn't even their doing; it was the Titans. Yeah. Here's my question: I know that they put the game in the Steelers' bye week, which is seven. But that wasn't the Titans by week. So did they re-align who the Titans were playing that week? Yeah, I don't know that. That's a good question. I didn't see that this week. I I think that was such a weird fix that it it should have either got canceled or counted as a tie, which I think would have been interesting for stats, and I understand why some people wouldn't want that. Yeah, because the Steelers would have demolished it. Exactly. But to to change it to a buy, if the Steelers, let's say, play – the, the Green Bay Packers next week, and the Green Bay Packers have COVID. What do the Steelers do? Yeah, what if what if just the Steelers keep playing games and the team yeah. they play can't and they play? gets if, COVID. Like, what do they do? I, I think that if that continues, they may just go on, well, that game's canceled. And now it's based on a percentage who wins the division or who goes to the playoffs. That'd you know, that's, It's your winning record with, you know, your percentage of wins on a 14-game schedule versus another team's 16-game schedule. I think the canceling of the game was a surprise to all of us. For example, when we talked last Tuesday, I think we all thought the game was going to happen. I knew we all knew that the Titans had three. Their their practice squad tight end, Francis, what was his name? Uh, Jerry Seinfeld. Yep, Jerry Seinfeld. Uh, I even picked the game in my pick-him. So uh, I thought the game was going to happen. It was a big surprise. And at least when they came out, they came out early in the week and said it was going to be postponed. And they inevitably canceled it, which was a surprise to me. Um, And a real bummer in fantasy, as I don't know if I've expressed this, but I start the Pittsburgh Steelers offense in fantasy. You might ask what that means. Um, I have Big Ben, uh, Deontay Johnson, Eric Ebron, and Juju Smith-Schuster. So I have their entire offense. Uh, So that was a surprise. Yep. Are we started su- off this show with the uh, recap, a uh, brief recap of the Browns game. The uh, notable injury out of that one, though, is Nick Chubb going to be out for a few weeks with an MCL injury? Uh, is you know, it as notable? It, that 200 was r- rushing yards um, without uh, Nick Chubb. Immediately, immediately he texted, because obviously I don't know uh, if anybody watched our last podcast where, where me and Trace uh, divvied up a little bit of a bet around this game. Um, and I said that they would win, and halfway through the game, uh, as they were demolishing the Cowboys, uh, I got a text that like Chubbs out. Like, what is this gonna? Oh, like, like as if there could be a comeback. They have Kareem Hunt in that backfield. Like, imagine having another Pro Bowler uh, running back 
to come up. And that other guy, um, Johnson, John, he looked like a Pro Bowl running back. Uh, Let me ask you this question. JP's got this segment in the second quarter here called Fluker Talent. As much credit as you give to the Browns rushing attack, don't you have to equally say, boy, Dallas's defense is just very porous. And or we'll they get to that. were we'll hugely get to that, hyped. Definitely. During my pickup game, we'll talk about that. They were hugely hyped uh, going we into the season. Game, uh, no, we're going to go right on to Bill O'Brien fired after 0-4 start. Uh, Trey Stroken, before we got on the call, he is not only the head coach, but he's also the general manager. So I want to know how that conversation went with himself. Uh, it definitely went. He, he sat at that table and he's like, look, Bill, we got to talk. And, and Bill's like, I promise I can do better. I promise. Give me one more chance. And he ran back around. He's like, I can't. I can't. You let DeAndre Hopkins go. Yeah, I wonder how much of this decision was to do with the 0-4 start or DeAndre Hopkins trade as he might have been like, hey, watch it, watch it. That might go down as one of the worst trades in NFL history. And that's what leads to the 0-4 start. Yeah. Right? Well, mind you, they also – We're not talking about Atlanta having fired its head coach at this point, too. I think he's got this – well, I was going to say he's got the Super Bowl – as his defense, but he lost the Super Bowl. He didn't win that game. <laughs> and he lost an amazing comeback. He lost another huge lead. 28 Before we move, uh, we, we, we keep circling back to Dallas, but you know, the division, you know, the division they play in is known as the NFC least. Yes. Right? Oh, oh my I gosh. do. Uh, where if you win four games, you might make it to the playoffs. So I want to bring you to your attention that the Giants are 0-4, as we know. They are one game back, <laughs> okay? They, they are one game back in the division. They're looking up at the one and three Cowboys, the one and three Washingtons, and the one, two, and one Eagles. So yeah. we all agree the wild card is also coming out, out of that division, right? Yeah, yeah, it's yeah be... probably not. <laughs> um, I love that the person that's in the head is leading because of a tie. I don't think anybody saw this division being this bad. I thought well, it was going to be- Certainly not the Cowboys. Oh. No, it's too early to be talking about picks, but interestingly, you guys, you had, you were big on Dallas, weren't you? Francis was. Sure, I do love Dallas's offense. Yeah. I, I, um, I talked about them. I, I said they were going to win that division. Uh, and, I, and I stand by that. I still do think they're going to win that division. Uh, I, again, I just think that, uh, well, I'll talk more about that when I get to the pick of things. Um, Hurricane Delta, Category 4, last time I checked, heading to Louisiana. Will this impact the Chargers at Saints on Monday Night Football? I think, if anything, personally, they'll just play it in L.A. Is that possible, actually, before I said that? Well, I suppose it is possible, but they'd have to make the decision at a certain point that you Mm -hmm. can get the Saints out of New Orleans. Luckily, it's a Monday Night game. tells me that it looks like it's going to become a Category 2, which is – you know, bad from a flooding standpoint. Uh, and if you're familiar, you know, you remember to Hurricane Katrina in the video there, it doesn't take much for the city to flood. So, you, you know, I guess the one good thing is, uh, you know, they're not allowing fans or limited fans uh, anyway, so that wouldn't derail it. But that is a good question about whether they could just preemptively go to LA and play it. I just checked and the Rams are in Washington. So the Rams wouldn't uh, conflict with that anyways. You got to think they're talking about it. Yeah, definitely. But that's also one of the things that, like, the players could decide not to play. 
uh, in this whole like social justice and like you know the players being more than just players now. Uh, I would not be surprised if a few of them said, "No, I want to be with my city that night." Like it's bigger than football, kind of thing. Uh, so you know, I think a lot could happen out of that. That though, still. Um, so we all agree, Bill O'Brien deserves to be fired, yes. right? Just circling Four back no, to that. I don't yeah, know if we. I don't know if we finally said this. Yes. The undefeated. The undefeated. Who is going to be the first to fall out of the undefeated? Uh, we have the Buffalo Bills, the Pittsburgh Steelers, the Tennessee Titans, and the Kansas City Chiefs. And over in the NFC, we have the Green Bay Packers and the Seattle Seahawks. Buffalo and Tennessee play each other this week or are scheduled to, so something's got to give there. Yeah. I think Titans are going to lose, I think, Buffalo. I think Titans wouldn't be undefeated if they had to play the Steelers last week. Um, personally, so I think they're the they're the imposter out of all of the the other four and zero teams. Well, they're three and zero undefeated. Uh, I don't know, so I think they're going to be the first to fall. I think the team that's going to stand defeated for a, a good amount of time, and we're going to be talking about it for a while, is definitely going to be uh, the uh, the Chiefs. I think they just played the hardest secondary defense they're going to have to face this season. And I think they did get lucky because there wasn't a Cam Newton. I mean, there wasn't a Cam Newton behind there uh, for the Patriots throwing. But I think that their schedule is going to be a little bit easier. They they beat the two they needed to beat. I feel like. well. You mentioned schedule. They have the Raiders this week, but boy, most a lot of those Thursday night games aren't very good. But the one coming up the week after this is Chiefs at the Bills. So if Buffalo beats Tennessee. Kansas City beats the Raiders, you have another clash of undefeated teams that would sure. be going in on week six that could be interesting. As well as week 12, Pat Mahomes takes on Tom Brady in Tampa Bay. Uh, that's probably Green, his next part. Green Bay game. has a bye week this week, and then they are at Tampa Bay. I don't think Tampa's going to be a problem for Green Bay. I think Green Bay, best offense in the league this season. Watched it against the Falcons last night. Uh, Falcons look terrible. I know their defense was beaten up. Uh, I actually, funny enough, I needed Green Bay's defense to have one more sack, and I would have won my fantasy football game last night. Um, I lost by one point. Calvin Ridley luckily scored zero points, so that was a good thing. But um, I think Green Bay, Seattle, Steelers, and Chiefs are the four big teams. I don't so think Seattle's uh, got Minnesota this week, then a bye at Arizona. San Easy. Francisco. I, I don't think anybody goes undefeated. Uh, oh, of course. I don't. Oh, yeah, I don't think anybody goes undefeated. I think the best is the Chiefs. The, the thing I worry about is with the Seattle and uh and Green Bay is they're built around one guy, and if studies show, they're bound to have a bad game. Uh and as soon as they have a bad game, they have nothing to fall back on. They are just they're Russell Wilson's Aaron Rodgers show. Um, well, you don't think the same of Patrick Mahomes? No, 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 no. They can they can run it if they need be. Uh, Tyreek Hill, I think they showed almost all their touchdowns last night were a screen, a jet sweep, um, and the guy just ran down the corner and he was just faster than everybody else on the field. And then a pick. But six. you don't think they win? You you don't think they win without him still being there? Oh, they I think they. I, I, if you looked at yesterday's game. Patrick Mahomes was not there. I think the Chiefs and could, they and they won. I believe the Chiefs could win with almost any. 
quarterback in that position. You Any have, starting quarterback you in that Tyreek position. You have Hill, Kelsey, and where where every play they have is designed to play. Patrick Mahomes is an all. You know what? I'm, I'm going to officially say it. Any starting quarterback in this league, you give them the Chiefs' offense and defense, they are a Super Bowl contender. I agree. Wow, that's quite the statement right there. I think they have they have everything you want. They have everything you want on paper, like the Browns do, but a coach that executes it well. Yeah. And Mind it, you, Patrick Mahomes, extremely talented. It just helps that they have it, but they could still win without Patrick Mahomes, I think. They would, I think they'd be a, definitely an above 500 team with any quarterback. Sure. Uh, maybe the exceptions of... Uh, but I think, you put any, I, I think if you put more than half the quarterbacks on Green Bay Packers or Seattle, they're not even close to where they are. I would have to agree with that, too. Uh, the biggest losers. Who do you think is going to get Trevor? Jets, Houston's, Giants, Atlanta, and what do you think? Uh, who do you think is the first one to win? Well, I'll tell you what. I I see struggles for the Giants. Huh? Yeah. I mean, they just don't have anything. And and you know, you're you're asking there who could who could get Trevor? Mind you, we're looking at four zero and four teams, but the league's got some one and threes too. So there's not after four games enough separation on this. Yes. To yes. to determine that, but. You know, you don't think that the Jets, Houston, or the Giants are in the market for a quarterback at this point, right? I, I was watching the Jets, uh, the Jets game against the Broncos this week on Thursday night, and Sam Darnold is so talented. And I, I was looking at it, and I go, they are going to be one of the last teams in the league. And if they are lucky enough to get first, they need to trade that away for uh, a wonderful defensive player. I don't know who. But they need Just they need an anchor. They need like the Khalil Mack trade that happened uh, for Chicago that anchors the defense together. It, um, if I had to say, I think it's definitely going to be the Giants. Uh, Daniel Jones. I mean, you are you are playing from behind on ninety percent of your games, and that's all we'll get into the the other game I'm going to talk about later in the show, uh, which means that they're they're really their defense is give them anything inside, but don't give them anything deep. And he can't even convert. Like, and, and yes, he has no weapons. I would say, but he's not. He does not look like a good quarterback. Uh, he's not really giving you anything. Uh, him and I think Washington. I benefit from a for, great quarterback. I'm looking for Washington to put in Alex Smith. There, I don't know if you've watched many Washington games, but they have a great offense and they have a great defense. But a terrible uh, but quarterback. Their quarterback is not that good. Uh, Dwayne Haskins. Uh. Also, speaking of, of quarterbacks, the Bears. Uh, does not seem like they figured it out either. So they could jump in no. that Trevor uh, category. Funny enough, I don't know if you heard, but that Bears-Colts game uh, has determined the president uh, who wins the president every single year since Bush. Um, and... Every single year, it's been right. Well, so, that's not that many years. That's yeah, not it's, that many it's, it's four presidents. Four presidents have been right. So, yes, it and could well, be wrong here. Uh, but that was so what does it mean? Uh, apparently, Trump's going to win again because the Colts, Colts win when the Republican president wins. I don't think win. this happening four times is enough of a... Uh, <laughs> so, you would say fluke or talent? Fluke, fluke or talent on the Colts. <laughs> how many until you say... How many until it's uh, officially something everybody must tune into? Because it is historic. How many consecutive presidencies does it have to pick? Another 20 years. 
20. Okay. All right. We'll see you on November 8th if the, if uh, Trump wins a re-election. The Colts. We'll talk about we'll this talk game. About this and I'll say fluke or talent. <laughs> fluke or talent. Uh, and speaking of fluke or talent, let's head into that. Uh, Calvin Ridley appeared on the show last week of fluke and talent. Uh, after three consecutive 100-yard games, he was targeted five times in Monday night's game and brought in zero passes for zero yards, snapping the only streak of consecutive 100-yard games in the NFL. Uh, does that mean his uh, it was a fluke and his talent wore and his fluke wore off, or does that mean he just had a bad game? <laughs> well, you don't want your fluke to wear off. That's for darn sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No. You don't want that. Yeah. You know, I, I like fluke or talent, but I don't think three or four games for teams is enough to decide it. So, what did we say last week? Did we give him you fluke said, or talent? You said he was talent if he kept it up, and he did not keep it up. Mm. I believe I said I said talent, but I think it was because also they had talent next to him. Uh, but I think the Green Bay Packers showed that you can't just guard one person uh, on the Atlanta Falcons. You have to actually guard everybody. Um, and I think they showed that if Calvin Ridley gets a number one cornerback uh, or, or they actually show him some respect, he doesn't do as much as he does. Uh, so I, I'm going to say I'm gonna say this was a fluky game. He's definitely not going to have zero points again uh, for a while. But, yes, he is not a wide receiver one anymore uh, in my head. Heading over to the 49ers, George Kittle. Now, uh, this is a fluky game. I know we talk about this. Uh, 183 yards, 15 targets, 15 receptions, multiple touchdowns. Uh, is he better than Travis Kelsey? Is George Kittle the number one tight end in the league? Wow. I mean, those stats you're talking about right there, obviously he's talented. He's not a fluke. So you're repositioning that question. You can't go wrong with either guy, but I think something Francis, who, as you know, is the best sports analyst I've ever seen in yep. all my working years in sport, my yep. years working. In sport. As he said earlier, there are so many talented players on Kansas city, right? There's so many options. Uh, so I, I, I think, I think you could argue Kittle's better. Um, I, okay. So the, the main thing is, it's that, it's that number one stat that a new quarterback was in and new quarterbacks are more likely to throw it to tight ends because they feel more comfortable throwing it to tight ends because they're shorter. They usually have a linebacker on them, especially if you have a talented. So it shows rookie quarterbacks, usually number one, um, receiver is usually a tight end now 15 um, on 15 yeah he was targeted a lot but he brought him but he in. brought him down but he got open i think it was a it was just a mismatch but i think he is 100 talented i think travis kelsey is more talented than kittle uh if someone said hey you're building a team right now travis kelsey would be the guy odell beckham jr eight targets five receptions 81 receiving yards Two receiving touchdowns on the rushing yards, 73 rushing yards, one touchdown. Three touchdown game, almost 200 scrimmage yards. What's going on with Odell Beckham? Is All he, is over he... them Cowboys. Now, I don't know. This is where I'm going off this stat. If you just take against Cowboys, if you get rid of every game ever, and you just take every single time somebody plays the Cowboys, Odell Beckham 
would be the best wide receiver in the history of the NFL. Just putting it out there. Mind you, if, if they never played any other game, it was just every team. So every time Randy Moss played the Cowboys, anytime uh, anybody played the Cowboys. You know, that's a fun statistic that you could do with a lot of players against one team. I like that. <laughs> um, I mean, first of all, I'm, I love Odell. I've, I've always loved Odell. I've picked him every year in fantasy, so I need to preface it with that, right? I've loved Goodbye. Odell. He's also, I've also been very angry at Odell uh, many times, uh, especially for the last three seasons. Odell is talent, right? Nobody will argue that, uh, but Odell is emotional. If you looked at some of those plays, I could tell you Odell was going to have a big game last night because when he beat one of the cornerbacks or when he beat the safety, they would high-five him. He plays well when somebody doesn't get in his head. Uh, I, I think Ramsey has shown that. When, when a number one cornerback or a number one safety is trash-talking him or getting in his head, it's a very different game for Odell. But I also think that this is – a bad sign. All of, or most of Odell's things were not by Baker Mayfield. Uh, <laughs> Jarvis Landry. I believe, I believe Jar- Jarvis Landry threw the only touchdown pass. Fun fact about Jarvis Landry, throws a baseball right-handed, throws yeah. the football left-handed. Interesting. Uh, Jar- that is a good fun uh, fact. Again, there was a jet sweep that was his other touchdown, and then his other touchdown was a jet sweep that looked like a 20-yard loss. He is incredibly talented and elusive. Uh, I think it was one of his easiest matchups because the Cowboys defense, as we will talk about more, looks horrendous. It, yes, but Baker Mayfield, there were, he should have had another touchdown. Uh, Baker Mayfield just overthrew him, uh, even though Odell beat his his man by a good 10 feet. Um, so, so again, it, it was not – Baker Mayfield is not the guy uh, – and it showed that, like, apparently they should get rid of Baker Mayfield because Jarvis Landry is throwing touchdown passes. It was a 40-point game. They scored over 40 points, and Baker Mayfield only had 150 receiving yards. Uh, throwing yards. Throwing yards. Uh, last fluke of the talent of the day, Mike Davis, the Carolina Panthers running back, has had a touchdown in both of his starts replacing Christian McCaffrey. Uh had 50 yards receiving, uh, 50 yards rushing in his first game, and 50 yards receiving in his first game. And in his second game, he had 80 yards rushing and 20 yards receiving, having 100 scrimmage yards of both of his first two NFL starts. Um, I know Christian McCaffrey's a shoe in to take back the job in two weeks when he gets off IR, but will Mike Davis? Uh, did he cement himself as a permanent role at least for this season on the Panthers? offense is he going to be taking snaps heavily away from Christian McCaffrey as he is shown that he can Francis so who did Carolina beat um this week do you know uh uh you know actually I didn't I didn't I I, I don't no 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 uh let me look that up for you Uh, Carolina 31 Arizona 21 I trusted Arizona you know I believe uh, okay. Yeah. I can't believe I ever doubted any of his picks. That's what I said. That's what I said. The you know All he has to team. do is win that division. Uh, Christian McCaffrey, it's his job. But you know what? When a guy's out and you have your moment, you need to step up. 
improve what you can do and good for him for doing that. And that gives them more options in their offense. If when McCaffrey comes back, he can continue to contribute in meaningful ways. I don't, I'm always going to say fluke on these things. When someone comes in uh, that no one has film on and they perform well, every defense right now has not been planning to even stop a running back. They go in and they're like, well, Christian McCaffrey's not there. So let's focus on throwing the ball. Uh, I mean, this is a guy that did get cut by the Bears. Uh, you know how hard it is to get cut by the Bears? Trubisky has been trying for three years. Uh, it is it is hard to get cut by the Bears, and Mike Davis managed to do it. Um, so I'm always going to say fluke when there's not much film on the guy. Uh, I think he's done a wonderful job in the position. I think he earned a roster somewhere. But it, it, is Mike Davis – the next huge running back. Well, that wasn't no. the question. The question was if he's going to get consistent no. snaps on no. the Carolina offense. They're paying Christian McCaffrey way too much. Um, going to our pickums, Trace, started off, you had Vegas 27, Buffalo 21. The final score was Buffalo 30, Raiders 23. Uh, so you had the Raiders winning. I think this is the first time that one of our pickums was wrong on the winner. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, you got to give Buffalo credit. They're 4-0. I just thought uh, traveling to Vegas, um, you know, I, I just expected Vegas to, to pull that out, and you got to give Buffalo credit. Mm. Um, they've not looked great since that same To play. the date, Trace is uh, leading our pick them off camera league with 40 correct picks. I would have you known I am right behind him with 40 correct picks. It's really a two-man race, JP. Uh, and where am I? Uh, let me check on that I feel real that quick. I'm 36. Uh, a, let's distant, just... a distant third. 36, yes. Yes. Four games so behind. I'm four games I behind. I would have it known that at one point this week, I keep did picking, go ahead of Keep Trace. picking the other teams other than the Browns. I'll catch up real quick. I was, I was, <laughs> I was beating Trace this week after the Browns-Cowboys game because I, too, had the Browns beating the Cowboys. Uh, my game, Pittsburgh at Tennessee. I had uh, – it was a great game. It was, it was a great, great game. game to watch. I didn't watch it. Um, COVID won 3-0. Uh, <laughs> no, it's on, I saw they put up 19. Uh, you know, just that, that point, though, by the way, look at the scores. I mean, are you enjoying this? If you like offense, these are the, these, I'm just going to throw out the scores from this weekend's games. 37-28, 35-29, 31-21. 33, 25, 49, 38, 31, 23, 31, 23, 38, 31, 31, 17, 30, 23. I mean, you're Why'd you skip over the Bears' 11 points? <laughs> yeah, well, 19 to 11. But, but what I'm giving you here is games that have a lot of scoring. In the NFL, it's been through four games, yep. four weeks, a lot of scoring. Absolutely. Uh, I love it. Francis. I love touchdowns. Cleveland, sure. 27. Dallas, 17 was your prediction. Your prediction was way off as wait, the Browns went on to score 49 points <laughs> and the Dallas Cowboys, 38. But how much did I have them winning by? 10. A uh, 7. And mm -hmm. won by a touchdown? Yeah, and they won by 11. Okay. So, anyway, uh, forget that point then. <laughs> uh, yes, I picked the Cleveland Browns. Uh, and, and, and I was ridiculed, laughed at. Uh, I was told to put a house on it. Uh, I was told, I was told many, 
many, many things as I was just walking in telling you guys exactly who was going to win, right? Uh, you could have made some money off my prediction. I'm just saying, I believe Vegas even had uh, the Cowboys as the favorite, uh, a five-point favorite. It, okay, and I think this game taught us many things. The first thing that cannot be forgotten is the Cowboys' defense is bad. I don't want to hear a word about – I don't want to hear a word about uh, Dak Prescott. I don't want to hear a word about Ezekiel Elliott, the offense. I don't want to hear a word. Uh, the, he has receivers. The defense cannot stop a cold. It is – By the way, they're one in three, and that one win was that massive comeback over Atlanta. Exactly. They yeah. really should be an 0-4 team. If your offense is putting up 37 points consistently every game, they should win that game. Uh, they scored 126 points through four games, to your point. They've given up 146 points. I mean, I think and, that's the most. I'll check. I think that's the most in the league is the 146. Now, I love it because I, uh, but I will, I will have you know that uh, Dak Prescott, if you look at his stats right now, he is predicted uh, to break every single scoring record and every single uh, receiving um, or throwing yard record in the NFL this year. If you look at his stats for the last four weeks, he is predicted. And it's because they go down huge because their defense can't stop anything. So every other defense is playing will give them anything short but nothing deep uh which is letting them getting rhythm letting them break down they have lots of possession because teams are scoring on this defense really quick so they're able to get back on offense really quick it is a recipe and their third best receiver cd lamb i know it's just incredible it is, a, it is a recipe for disaster uh the cowboys now i think they're going to win because i genuinely think they're going to be able to outscore most of their opponents. So you're going to take the Cowboys um, over Giants this week? And absolutely. Them? Really? Oh, man. This this defense could look elite this week. So uh, uh, do you want to go <laughs> right into next week's pick them? Because uh, I have the first pick. And I am taking the game that I am going to be taking is the game. Drum roll? You want a drum roll? There's a lot of pausing there. That like I'm going to be taking is the game that I'm going to be taking. Yeah. Oh my goodness. Panthers beat Falcons 27 to 17. If you want to look no, if you want to look really cool, say it's in a comeback. Falcons go up by 20. <laughs> yeah. and lose it to Carolina Panthers. <laughs> That's really Now I'm saying go. 27 to 17. Uh Teddy Bridgewater looks good. Robbie Anderson. The Jets wish they had Robbie Anderson. Let me tell you that. So you're going with Carolina. Um, yeah, absolutely. Francis. Uh, my pick em, I, I decided against. I mean, I, and we were just talking about this before the game. I don't know if anybody agrees with this, but this is some weak matchups, I feel like. Uh, I picked the Steelers versus the Eagles. Uh, and I know I'm going to regret that. But the Eagles gave me a little bit of hope uh, last week. They looked okay. And I can't. I haven't been able to say that for a while. So I, I want to see what they do against a good team. Wait, are you taking Eagles? I, I'm no, 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 no. <laughs> I'm taking Steelers, but I want to know. Uh, I want to see how they look. I think Steelers are going to win this, uh, twenty-seven to seventeen. Cheater. What is the score? Copycat. 
Copycat. Fine. 27 to 14. He said 27 to 17, which was my score. And Trace, guys, he told me I don't what think game he's taking, guys. Uh, so I'm just going to say he said four the Browns. Trace. Trace is taking the Browns, Browns over the Colts. Colts. And he's taking the Browns over the Colts. Right, Trace? You are taking the Browns over the Colts, though, right? Regardless. I've studied the matchups. And I've realized I just can't see the same things he does. <laughs> that's that's Francis. In a battle of three and one teams, Indianapolis at Cleveland. I may be on the Browns bandwagon. Go I to the am, Super Bowl, baby. I am not ready to get there. <laughs> I am going with Cleveland 31. Indianapolis 21. Do you know the last time they were 3 and 1 was in 2001? Fun fact about this game, the Browns versus Indianapolis Colts have predicted the last eight mayors of <laughs> Oh man. I'm glad you're on the Browns. I'm glad you're on the brand, Browns bandwagon. We we accept you with open arms. In the, uh and and Baker Mayfield will overthrow you. Uh so uh, in the fourth quarter of today's show, uh, final thoughts. And the Carolina Panthers are using a $125,000 virus-killing robot to clean their stadium as fans return with COVID-19 restrictions. You wouldn't think there's that many Panthers fans. I don't. How long do you think it takes the robot to kill all of the virus? I don't know, but if this works, why don't we see more of these robots all over the place? Yeah. If this is what it takes. They just set one robot in the middle of the field and they say, clean the field. They check it in on seven days. It doesn't sleep. Actually, uh, before we end the podcast, did you hear about MetLife Stadium? Uh, players might be starting to boycott. Because of the field condition? Because, uh, yeah. because it's the third straight game with multiple injuries. Always on the other team, though. It yep. feels like the Jets <laughs> and the Giants are always safe. What's that commercial? The is it the Buffalo Wild Wings commercial where the sprinklers just pop up and the players trip and all of that? Yeah, that might be what's happening there. Oh, and we didn't even touch on while we're here the uh, Giants, uh, the Giants Rams fight. Did you see the brawl? I did not see the brawl. I am going to share my screen, and we're gonna have live commentary from Trace, as you guys won't be able to watch the game. Uh, the fight. You know, I no one that. can see a game outcome quite like Francis. That's what no I'm one, always no saying. Can. Yeah. Here it is. And funny enough, after this fight, Trace, there was a um, altercation where Jalen Ramsey then tracked down Golden Tate in the locker room to finish Ooh. it off. Ready? So here's uh, the. Yes. Uh, here is. This is the play that caused it, even though it happened 10 minutes later. That's Jalen Ramsey uh, killing Golden Tate, <laughs> as you oh. might have seen. Wow. Yeah, like that was Rams unis, though. Like the Rams uniforms, all blue tops. So, first of all, was that a bad hit? Like, was that? No. It's no? a clean hit, a clean but hit. there's a little something extra what? on it. I don't there's know. There's a little something extra I don't extra know. Trace, you can't say with a straight face that's a clean hit. Terry, he... No, it's a clean hit. He just drove him into the ground. You're allowed to do that. Oh, my gosh. Is he wearing a black belt? Let's rewind real quick. Does Jalen Ramsey <laughs> have a black a, belt? That is a karate <laughs> black belt, if I've ever seen one. I think I saw that same uh, move on the WWE on Monday night. Uh, and yeah. then this is after the game. Apparently, Jalen Ramsey went over to Golden Tate. Uh, there were punches thrown. 
70, uh, 45 and 65. Clearly, he's got some kicks in on somebody on the ground. Uh, <laughs> it, you know, the funny Always thing keep is, your helmet on. Nothing can happen to you. The Always funny thing keep is, your we've helmet heard on. no words about suspensions or anything. Jared Goff is nicely sitting in the back right now. He's avoiding all altercations. They're Jared Goff and Daniel Jones just sitting next to each other. <laughs> um, the quarterbacks don't need to be swinging. Uh, you know, fists. Yeah. Is it weird? No. I mean, they can't even sling a football. Is it weird that as of today, no suspensions have been given, especially with Jalen Ramsey tracking down Golden Tate in the locker room? There will be suspensions. There will be. Yes. There's uh, Jalen Ramsey and his black belt. (laughs) You cannot tell me. That's not a black belt. (laughs) Oh, man. Well, uh, that's today's podcast. (laughs) Uh, we'll be back next Wednesday. Uh, I know you guys only listen to us for your news Absolutely. about the NFL. Uh, Trace, you sign it off? I will. I, I can't believe I ever doubted any I of can't believe either. Uh, I, I'm Trace in Central Florida. And I'm Francis. all a good week. Hey, uh, Trace, if you could help me, though. I'm trying to catch up with you in the Pick'em League, so why don't you keep picking against the, the Browns for He's me? He's picking okay? the Browns. I know. Week. It's upsetting. I picked the Browns. You can't take my secret. <laughs> Bye, everybody.